Welcome to the manual. Well, it was bound to happen. I got my first piece of hate mail. Let me not, let me refrain. It wasn't hate mail. It was a, uh, a listener who wanted to kind of explain their position to me. And uh, I always have a rule that I'm not going to put your name out there or your location, but this person wanted his name to be used. His name is Patrick. Did not leave a location, but I'm assuming Patrick, um, with what you said in your message, uh, you felt some kind of way about a couple of things I said over the last few podcasts. Normally, I wouldn't give anyone the time of day, honestly, to address these these issues or concerns online. I would do this offline. But since you took the time to listen to most of the podcasts, um, from what you said to me in the message that you listen to all of the podcast mess, um, episodes, which I thank you for. And I would like to friendly debate you at any point. If you feel that you want to come on the show, you are more than welcome to. Uh, there's no love lost. There's no anger at you. I mean, it's, it is what it is. So Patrick, one of the things I guess I can address off the rip is how you feel about today's music. I did say it was trash. And I did say it was trash because of the music that I grew up on. It is my perspective, Patrick. It's not it's not my it's just my opinion. It is not my it's not the end all and be all of all things. You feel a certain way about groups that you may like or artists or whatever or genres. I feel a certain way about those things as well. So I don't want you to feel as if you couldn't say what you want to say. I'm glad you kind of voiced your concerns about how I feel about today's music. And if you're asking for an answer why, I can kind of give you a couple of whys. I said it today earlier uh, in regards to the culture being diluted. And when I say the culture being diluted, uh, whether you call it hip hop, rap culture, whatever you call it. I don't know what these what they call it these days. I honestly don't. I was an MC myself. I can still rip a couple of 16 bars if needed. Um, I still write music from time to time if I'm inspired. But anyone from this era doesn't inspire me. I don't like I, I mentioned this earlier. If you gave me a million dollar question as to who match a name with a face of an artist that's out right now, I will be hard pressed to give you an answer. I would lose a million dollars. That's on everything I love, man. I would not know who made what song. You could probably give me the song and give me three picks of who could have wrote that song, and I have no idea. And I probably heard these songs a hundred times being in the gym, but I honestly don't know who these artists are. And the reason I don't know is because I really don't care. I don't care for the music. I don't care for the culture. It is kind of... Um, in the time that rap has evolved, uh, I, I realized that with basketball and with fashion and with with Hollywood, it all kind of encompasses rap music and rap culture. It, it is an intricate part of everything that is popular culture. I get that. I understand that completely from a different angle. But again, as being an MC, um, recording music, I have music that's recorded. It might be old now, but it's recorded. I have a different way about how music is created, the creativity. If you ask a chef that is going to eat another chef's food, they may use the same ingredients, but they may add a secret something, a secret technique or whatever they're going to use in that, in that uh, um, recipe. So it is not fair for someone that says, well, I, I shouldn't call the music trash. It is fair for me to call it trash because it's my opinion. I'm entitled to it. 
I'm entitled to it. I'm not going to use the whole it's a free country bullshit, but I'm entitled to say that I'm not into today's music. I just don't understand it. And it was kind of something that just didn't happen overnight. It happened over a, for me, over two decades, just about, I would say about 15, 20 years or so, is where I started feeling like I stopped um, streaming certain um, artists. And even the artists that I like, who I guess to remain relevant had to assimilate and become something that they weren't. Everyone was doing a trap song. Everyone was doing uh, a party song. Everyone was doing something that is not their core style. So I would love to debate this with you at any point about about rap music. And again, I'm because I'm black. I don't have a monopoly on on on, on rap music. It's not black music. It's it's now everyone does rap. Everyone does it. It started originated with African Americans, but it has evolved into another monster. So I, I'm open to debate at any point, brother, any point um, about rap music and rap culture and all that kind of stuff. Because again, I have a different take on it. Um, when I came, I believe my era was better. I just believe that. In my heart of hearts, I believe my era of music is so much better than yours. So I'll love to debate that. So thank you for addressing that question to me. The other thing that you talked about was my take on loving thy enemy. And it was a take that I did with one of my cousins who had a um, position that I I had some similar thoughts about. And um, it seemed like you said that I agree with everything that he said. I didn't agree. If you go back and listen to it, I just had a different uh, take on it or I took it a step further. It wasn't more so agreeing with him. It was more so kind of delving into a conversation, which what the purpose was was to have a conversation about these things. And if you're asking my opinion on loving my loving my enemy, I stated it on the podcast, but I'll state it for you again. And I, and I said it today in another way that I may... I may forgive, but I'm not going to forget. And when he used the word love thy enemy, it was a um, play on words. As you would see in the Bible, it wasn't he wasn't calling white people the enemy. If that's where you're going with it, Patrick, because that's not what it was. He did not come out and say or none of us came out and said that it was this and that. If you took it that way, I apologize. I'll open on the air saying I apologize to you if the insinuation was that it was something to start a race, a race debate. That wasn't it. And when we say love thy enemy, you know, the track record is what it is. Take it for what you want to take with that one. Anybody who is who is opposition to another person is an enemy. That's what it is. If you oppose, if you're a rival of mine, if you're if, if you're an opponent, you are my enemy. Now, obviously, I'm taking it a step further where it probably shouldn't go. But competition is competition. If we're keeping score, you guys are way up. And it's the third quarter. And we need reinforcements. Just for what it is. So. There we go, Patrick. Again, another another instance where we can debate to the cows come home. I implore you to come on so we can talk about this. Because me talking about this in a one-sided way isn't actually fun. 
because I think you take it as I'm someone who's angry, who can get angry and get crazy. No, 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 no. I'm I'll 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 be able to stand my stand my ground and speak what I need to speak on. Just let me know what it is when you want to do this. Another thing in your message was I speak from a place that I think I'm better than or I think I'm I'm more intelligent than others. I'm using big words. Oh shit. Patrick, let me explain something to you. I I did go to some secondary schooling. I did also study a lot of different fields. I've actually worked in several, I'm sorry, several is a wrong word here. I've worked in a few different industries. And in those industries, I am proud to say, Patrick, that I've excelled to the point where I was not an entry-level worker. I was a decision maker. I was a manager. I was on top of the food chain in some some aspect. So yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a, I guess I, I think you think I'm a blowhard. And if you think that, then that's what it is. But I take offense to sounding smart. Sounding smart. What does that mean? Sounding smart. Um, because you use dictionary words, because you use, you know, a vernacular that is hard for some people to, to comprehend. That's not my problem, Patrick. That's your problem. Read a book. Get yourself together. Read a book. <laughs> education is uh, up until you get to college. Education is free unless you go to parochial school. Education is free. Whether they, they teach you lies or not in school, education is free. I was told to read the dictionary as a kid by my dad. I thought it was a punishment, but it was actually something to my enrichment. It was something to help me later on in life, to make me understand things a lot better. Because if I have to engage in a conversation, I I should be able to articulate, big word, scrabble, big word, articulate my position. So the worst thing I think someone can do to somebody, whether they black, white, purple, pink, orange, is to tell them that they sound smart or they're trying to sound smart. Maybe you're limited in what you can say. Again, Patrick, the floor is open to you. I am willing to trade jabs, trade hooks in a verbal in a verbal way. Let me not sound threatening. <laughs> I'm not threatening you, Patrick. I'm just, I'm just speaking from the cuff. One of the things that um in in that in that regard is that you basically said to me that I'm trying to sound like an expert or something like that. There's nowhere in my bio and there's no way on the po- nowhere on the podcast that I've I have said to you other than being uh, being in the business world prior and being a personal trainer, I have said that I I hold degrees in psychological makeup. That I'm a psychiatrist, that I'm this. I'm not an expert on anything but being me. I'm an expert on being Cleve. I'm an expert on the 46 years that I have experienced being who I am and who I become and who I was. That's what I have an expertise in is being me and saying what I need to say and stuff like that. I'm not going to go there and be like, Patrick, if you don't like what you're hearing, don't listen. 
I want you to listen to the show. I, I want it. I want you to be a fan. I want you to be, you know, if you're not a fan, I want you to get angry every time you hear me speak or every time you hear a guest come on. I, I, I want your opinion. I would love to make you a regular. You could be my Skip Bayless <laughs> and we could debate. But I, I really find it, you know, offensive. And that's the only one I find offensive is that that I think the accusatory word was that I was trying to sound smart. I'm trying to be this, I'm trying to be that. Nah, Patrick, I'm being who I am. I'm being who my parents raised. I'm being the man that I want to become. I'm emulating maybe somebody that was a positive influence on me. The biggest thing that you guys always say, and um, if you guys haven't figured out, Patrick is white. He made a, a point to say that he's white. He's a white American. I don't know what the American part came in, but he's a white American, so I get that. But he was actually respectful in the way he addressed me, so he could have gone so many ways with that, um, I think, from his stance on things, um, which was on the Michigan militia one, which I'm going to close with. But I understand, and I appreciate, Patrick, that you, you know, you spoke to this without having to take it into other realms that you didn't need to take it to. So I appreciate that. Thank you for that, actually. But I, the only thing I found offense in was that, that one. I could take the rap music stuff. I could take other things that you may not agree with, but I'm not, I'm not going to stand and, and say that, that if I have a grasp of vocabulary, that I should be ashamed of that, or I should be um, not braggadocious about that. And again, Pat, I'm using really big words right now, Patrick. I'm using really fucking big words because you need to understand that I'm not the guy on the 11 o'clock news. I'm not the guy that, that they grab to ask him to explain something and I'm going to sound like a total buffoon. No, not, not that dude, you know? In high school, I was on... Different club. I was in different clubs and different activities. I didn't only just play sports. Black people only don't only play sports. Patrick, this is a fact. This is a fact, man. And I and I hope you really kind of come on so we can speak to this because it was crazy. Now the last thing you kind of mentioned, you mentioned some other things, but they were kind of light. But the last heavy dose that you mentioned was about my militia man comment, and I called the militia man. I I. Use the word as a play on words. If you've noticed on the podcast, every time I put a title up, if you have been reading it, it's kind of a play on words. Something cute to get the listener to listen. It's a ploy. It's my worm on the hook, so to speak. So nobody called them militia man to, to disrespect them. They're Americans. They're Americans. I'm not, I'm not going to disrespect that. And they, they do have a right. It is written in the Constitution. They have a right to express the way they want. I just said from the optics, it looked pretty insane. It looked pretty aggressive. It looked like something I couldn't do as a black man in America. I would not even dare to do that. I'm writing my own death warrant doing that. But I take it that you are a supporter of such things. And it's unfair to say that without you having a rebut. But maybe you do feel that way. You might be a Trump supporter. I don't know. I might be a Trump supporter. You don't know. But at the end of the day, I kind of feel that, you know, a stance like that, it wasn't warranted, especially in the time that we're living in. And, and for what the reason was for. 
You know, it was to, to stop the spread of a deadly disease, a deadly virus. And if you couldn't stay put for 10 seconds, um, 10 seconds is not what happened, but if you couldn't stay put for that long, then I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. That was probably the only way that we know of to stop this thing from really, you know, taking charge in society. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe it is. But it's what we've been doing as the masses. And I'm one of the masses since uh, the middle of March. I'm into firearms, Patrick, as you know, from one of the episodes. I do believe in the death penalty as well for certain cases. Let me not let me not broad stroke this way. For certain cases, certain things, I just I just think that eradicating that evil. I don't care if you're black, white, pink, purple, blue, orange. I don't give a shit. I don't really care about that. If you did something so egregious, so heinous, it is an evil. You know, be be glad it ain't up to me, Patrick. Be very glad it ain't up to me. I don't have a one-track mind, but I have things that I'm passionate about. I have things that I feel dearly about, and that's what it is. And Patrick, man, this I keep saying your name because you didn't leave a last name. You didn't leave a location, so you could be one of the many. You could be a Patrick that I know. And if it's one of you guys, don't play with me, man. I'm not in the mood today. Real talk. Because this kind of set me off. I was actually sitting down. Made something to eat, and I was going to watch my Daily Dose of Lies on TV. And then this popped up on my radar. But I'm glad because I do like to speak. I like to hear my own voice because I'm a vain, shallow person. I get it. So, Patrick, my views still stand. Whether you want to jump on and debate me and uh, we talk. Let me not use the word debate because I I don't want to sound like it's going to be a opposition thing. If you want to just talk, if you want to sit down, have a cup of coffee, have a beer and talk it out, we can do that. It's virtual. We can get on Zoom and do it. We can get on this platform and do it. I don't care how we do it. But there's something, you know, there's certain things I, I think that society needs to understand. And I think my cousin said it best. Marching don't work no more. My grandfather, my great grandfather probably marched. I don't march. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And that's the end of that. So sorry, guys, for taking up your time with the extra posts that probably didn't need to be posted. But I I just had to address this Patrick situation because it really it didn't tick me off, but it, it kind of it kind of got to me. I ain't going to front. It, it kind of got to me because I think, it, it you know, things could have been said a little better. And I do appreciate that he didn't take it into another thing because I think that was the the guide. And I don't want to call him a keyboard warrior. I don't want to call him, you know, anything but somebody who listened and had an opinion cuz he I don't even know how you came across the podcast because I've been only selling it to family and friends who have been kind of selling it out to other people. Um I know I'm on a couple of platforms, but I don't the hashtags go out and I guess maybe you found a hashtag that connected you to this podcast. So, you know, kudos. Maybe you maybe this is what you do. Maybe you hunt around looking for shit like this to debate and to argue about and to state your things on. But as one of my favorite comedians, Corey Holcomb said, don't let the smooth taste fool you, bro. Because I'm not one of them dudes. I'm really not. You know, I know my audience. And that goes 
in any in any sense. Who am I speaking to? Face to face, whether it's a boardroom, bedroom, back room, whatever. There's still there's still a little bit of me in how I talk. I can get you know, into any kind of argument. I can get into any kind of debate. I can get into any kind of discussion. As long as I'm going to take something from it that you're trying to get me to take. I have been moved to change opinions on a lot of stuff over the years, which signified to me that I, I'm growing as a person. It took a long time, but I'm growing as a person. I'm open to, to see it another way. I'm open to see things not as how Cleve sees it through his lens, but how, to, how, how everyone else can perceive it rational. So don't let the smooth taste fool you, man. Because I'm not one of them dudes. I'm not one of those. I'm not going to march. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to tap dance. Well, you know, maybe a little bit because I like money. Playing but not playing. You heard about my, my take on that. Everybody tap dances, whether you're black, white, whatever. Everybody tap dances. We got to go and put on a show, put on a mask, put on a face, put that makeup on, do what you got to do. I don't care how you want to spin that. That's real life. So I appreciate you, Patrick. And I hope that you listen to this one and kind of get back at me. Because I would, I would love to have you on, have the audience kind of just hear us talk. Hear two people from opposite sides of everything, possibly, talk. Or we may have some really good similarities. Who knows, man? Who knows? I might, I might become a best friend of yours. I might have to give you a kidney or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. But I appreciate you, man. And I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you for choosing the manual.